Hello, 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 and welcome back, wayward listeners, to the Weekly Wilson Podcast. You can email this podcast at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Anyways, I'm Brian Wilson. And I'm your other host, your taller host, Jay Wilson. Oh, really getting the digs in on the host introductions. Though. Yeah, it usually makes more sense when I say something that's like qualifying what kind of host I am when you identify yourself as a host, but you just sort of said that you're a guy. Like you don't even, yep. you did not attach yourself uh, to this podcast. I am Brian Wilson, period. <laughs> Take me as I am. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I completely forget what else I wanted to say during the intro, so... Mm. <laughs> It sounded could just take it. It was a little bit like you were reading an audiobook, in my opinion. Like you I know. I was trying to give it a little more radio host vibes. Okay, but like an NPR radio host. Yeah. Speaking of radio hosts, did I already mention on the podcast that I've becoming I've been becoming increasingly connected to the morning show or what is it? The morning show with Antonio on Walmart radio. What? Because why do you I say this like Walmart... I, wait? Why do you say this like I should know what that is? <laughs> because I might have told you already. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you haven't. But told yeah, me. so I run in the Walmart parking lot every morning, and the show they play play is the morning show with Antonio. But so I like listen to it every day. It's like I'm a regular listener to this radio show. Huh. But also, I don't know why. Oh no, it's the night show with Antonio. Which it throws me off because it starts at seven a.m. Ah. <laughs> Or no, it starts at six. It starts at six a.m. I would. Ma- it would make sense to me if it was like started at three a.m. and then like went until eight. Yeah, but no, I I think it starts at six a.m. because at six a.m. they always play this riff that's like "Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back," and then it's like "Welcome back, everybody! It's the night show with Antonio." Whatever. And then people call from all the Walmart stores and do shout-outs and stuff. It's fun. <laughs> really? Oh, so it's like a Walmart yeah. radio. Yeah, it's Walmart radio. <laughs> huh. They play, yeah. The more you know. Um, but they do games. They'll, like, uh, he'll, like, read lyrics from a song and then be like, who sang it? NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, One Direction, or something else. The one I got, I was happy, is they played part of a song backwards. And then you had to guess what song it was. And I heard it, and I immediately was like, that's Back in Black by ACDC. And then I was right, so I was pretty pumped. Sometimes, though, he'll ask the trivia or whatever, those kinds of questions. But then by the time they get to the answer, I'm back in the Lowe's parking lot, and then I don't hear it. And it's sad. Yeah, that's a bummer. (laughs) You can't just cut the route to one parking lot. (laughs) No, that would be too boring. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah. The only reason I went down this digression is because we got another episode here where we don't think we're going to have a real focus or topic, so this is one of our just riffing it episodes, so yeah. we're just going to kind of go down and talk about whatever we want. Yeah, I think um, I think the problem is we've been selling these no-subject episodes as like a, as like a, a gap or like, like, a, like a dead zone, but in reality, I think the strongest part of our podcast is... You know, it's the second word of that title, man. It's the Wilsons. We're not all about yeah. the weeklies. <laughs> and that's kind of that's kind of what we wanted the podcast to be in the first place anyway. And then we were like, wow, this is more interesting when we have a topic. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone likes to m- listen to our mindless rambling, but well, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, 
Also, in addition to not having a topic, we both already sort of identified ourselves as feeling tired. Yes. So, it could get silly. It could get boring. We could get Maybe. silly. I kind of want to explain why I'm, why I'm tired, because it has something of a story. Okay. Well, there's one more clever point I want to make before you go into your story, if you're okay with that. I suppose. Okay, because I was thinking, I was going to say, since we don't have a topic and we're just going to be rambling, I was going to be like, yeah, so this, who knows, maybe this episode will only end up being like 20 or 30 minutes, but your friend did say that seemed to be our bread and butter zone, you know? Yeah. Which could almost be an insult, because obviously (laughs) we make this, like, over an hour regularly now, so that's implying that, like, it's more than people need. But I was thinking about this. Because if the 20 to 30 minutes is the bread and butter zone, bread and butter is just the start of the meal. Well, I was going to make a point about the bread and butter zone just because you said it like three times in a row, which really got me to thinking about what, what would the bread and butter zone be like? <laughs> like exactly. What's going, on, what's going I mean, on there? Yeah, it's a pretty good zone, <laughs> you know. Don't get <laughs> me wrong. Land. Love me the bread and butter zone. But once you get on into the soup zone, oh man. Exactly. That just <laughs> that just means everything past the thirty minute mark is like the salad, the entree. You still got dessert at the end. Does that make emails the dessert zone? Instead of saying we're gonna read emails, should we say now we're gonna head over to the dessert zone? <laughs> Dude, I'd be down. <laughs> or maybe like the last beer, that last beer before you get the check zone. That last beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Maybe last glass of wine, depending on where you are. We're heading over to the last two inches of warm beer zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's mo- it's mostly just spitting bugs. Yeah. Oh, man. We're, We're heading, heading over-, over to the awkwardly trying to wave down the waiter to get the check zone. <laughs> We're heading over to the pants unbuckled and cigarette butt in the mashed potatoes zone. Um. <laughs> We're heading over to the angrily trying to calculate the tip zone. We are, we're, wait, I got one. We're heading, <laughs> we're heading over into the dad bragging about the fact that he backed into the spot, so we're going to get out of here super quick zone. Ooh, wait, here's a good one. We're going to get into the, uh, getting into the warm car after the meal zone. Do you like that? Uh, getting into the warm the car, like. at, getting into a warm car after eating a, very big meal in a cold restaurant zone but it's warm outside yeah to me that's a good zone. oh it's a good zone my friend <laughs> okay that's that's what reading emails will be then we're getting into the take a bunch of mints from the complimentary dish in the bathroom zone <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right all right so this has been the weekly wilson um, <laughs> what zone are we in now Dude, I don't even know. We're, we're getting into the, they brought you the salad, but it didn't have any croutons, so you're sending it back zone. No, right. Jay, take it away. No, we're, right now we're in the eternal pause while the man is grinding more Parmesan onto your salad zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because everyone's just waiting for this to be over. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you going to stop? Do I need to tell you when? And then, if I need to tell you when, how long will you really go? Yeah, yep. <laughs> Do you say when... Do you, like, actually say the word when? No, I'm not a dad yet. Well, I thought that I was just what you were supposed to do until I was informed that I was being a smartass. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because say, say when. It's like, oh, when. Like, now is when. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> or a good one is just go like, stop, stop, jeez. <laughs> or just, just, ah, ah. <laughs> or just sitting there. That's a lot of cheese. Just really passive aggressive about stop. it. <laughs> yeah. Or my favorite no, is no, keep going. dead silence until you just backhand the block of Parmesan across the restaurant. <laughs> No more. Whole, <laughs> whole block lands in someone else's soup. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, don't even get me started on the fresh ground pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's enough. I'm just imagining like a very visible pile of pepper on top of a salad. He just sneezes and it goes everywhere. <laughs> All right, start over. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all right. Okay. So, so this is what happens when we record and we're both tired. <laughs> yeah. No, we are deep into the eating uh, just hot sauce on oyster crackers because you've been at Skyline for 15 minutes and still haven't gone to your food zone. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the... Got your, <laughs> we're in the got your food at Skyline and you took one bite and realized you're too hungover to eat anymore zone. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> I'm thinking this episode's only going to be funny to us. <laughs> no, nah, I think this is gold thus far. Um, it might not even be funny to us. I picture listening back to this and being like, what? No, nah, I think we're fine. Um, anyways, <laughs> so the reason I'm tired... Um, <laughs> you know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really gotten like... An absurdly small amount of sleep for my general routine. Like, I th- I'd say anywhere between six and eight is my average. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you said, meow. Meow. Um, Anyways, um, <laughs> so, essentially, sleep is not the variable that we're dealing with here. Um, what I think is the culprit is that I uh, I planned my meals sort of irregularly today, um, so that I was exceedingly hungry post run. So I did all okay. my stuff like my core and my shower, but as I was getting ready to shower, I realized, wait a minute, I'm not gonna have time to eat a full dinner before the podcast. I'm going to do a peanut butter banana smoothie. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, love them. But uh, I haven't had one late in the day in a while. And mm-hmm. really just really gums up the works late in the day, my man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying like literally like intestinally, but like just metaphorically speaking, like it has just ground me to a halt. I had so much momentum yeah. coming into this. Like I, <laughs> I was like doing homework all day and like I used the word recourse in an email like oh I was crushing it. You were on top of the world. <laughs> yeah. Nah, and then, then just the the smoothie really put me on my butt. But uh, yeah. But so if the, for the listeners who don't know, this smoothie consists of two frozen bananas. I've converted to frozen bananas so that I don't have to use ice. Um, mm-hmm, much better. Two frozen bananas, some milk, two big old scoops of peanut butter, squirt of honey, cinnamon. It's very very good, very very filling. Um. And I Unless you actually, don't tell the waiter to stop the cinnamon soon enough. Yes. Then you're just coughing and hacking the whole time. But, um... But, so, I got this smoothie prepared before my shower, took it into the shower, had ice-cold smoothie, pipe and hot shower. Ooh. Yes, very nice, very nice. Very um, nice. Yeah. 
fire and ice. But warm water, baby. <laughs> but now I'm real tired, my man, and uh, I don't know what to do about it because I kind of do rely on the like. 9 p.m. to midnight zone to like actually get some work done. Mm-hmm. And uh, ooh, it's not it's not looking too good. <laughs> I've put coffee in that smoothie before. Have you not? I think. No? I had okay. maybe. I Sydney's had... gonna have to write in about that one because I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. I have a story about a friend putting coffee in smoothie, actually, that I need to bring up right now because I just found out the answer to this riddle that was posed to me. So, essentially, my roommate was drinking a smoothie, and I said, oh, what you got there? And he said, a smoothie. And then he said, guess what I put in? And I said, what, eggs? Because, like, like, you know, like, raw eggs. Like, he's a protein guy. Uh-huh. Like, he's, he's, he's a strong dude. I think I said Hey, eggs. look at me. I'm a protein guy. Yeah, he's a protein guy. So, then basically he said, or maybe I said, like, he said, he posted like it was something weird, so maybe, I guess, like, bread or something. I don't know. But <laughs> for some reason, his hint, his hint was toast. His hint was toast for what he put in the smoothie. Oh, okay. Uh, toasted almonds? Toasted pumpkin no. seeds? Toasted no. tofu? I'll give you two more Not guesses. Enough. Toasted pumpkin seeds? No. Toasted pecans. Nope. The answer was coffee. Toasted coffee. Do you toast coffee? No, but you eat coffee with like eggs and toast in the morning, I guess. Huh. Or did he get like that uh that that burnt stuff in the bottom of the coffee pot? Did he like scrape that off and nope, put it in? It was just uh just just coffee. regular coffee. Regular. And the hint was toast. Yeah, and I was real upset because this was, like, weeks ago, and then it just now came up, and I, like, guessed coffee, and he said, yeah, and I, I was very upset. Um, he needs to work on his hints. Yeah, but, so, I'm, I'm pretty tired just because of the smoothie, but I think it's fine. Um, yeah. Moving on, do you want to talk about your weekend first, or your week? You said uh, you had a lot of I, stories. I have some good stories, but I'm kind of glad you mentioned being tired, because I also have a question. Yes. When you sleep, how many pillows do you use? Two. How do you use them? I have one under my head and one, like, by my torso and my arms. You just kind of, like, hug it? Well, like, I have one arm <coughs> that goes kind of, like, straight down and the other arm that goes over, if it makes sense. Okay. It's part of my melting into the mattress, uh, quote-unquote, <laughs> method, which has been uh, ridiculed by many. <laughs> Wait. Melt it? What do you mean? Do you care to elaborate? Yes, I'll elaborate. Okay, so essentially, <laughs> um, I've re- for those of you who don't know, um, Brian <laughs> set out the uh, the expectation that oh, the Wilson boys who go to the University of Cincinnati and move around for co-ops often, they need something that's mobile. So Brian started sleeping on a queen-sized air mattress in college. Oh yeah. Great year for me. Yeah, so I, I kind of thought it was cool, but then Dad was way on board. So, like, when I went to go start my co-ops, he was just like, oh, so we'll, like, get you a mattress, an air mattress, to take around to your co-ops. And I Yeah, said, Dad was all about it. I was like, all right, guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I'm not fussy, and I do like a hard mattress. I forget if I liked a hard mattress before the air mattress, but I got really used to the air mattress for sure, and it got really comfortable. But it is hard. It's a, it's a stiff mattress. Yeah. So, essentially, 
that's what started my love affair with hard mattresses. And my method for sleeping on it was I would just sort of position my body so that, like, the meat of my body was on the mattress, you know? Yeah. Like, none of your joints are really poking in, so it's like... Yeah, not like a shoulder. Yeah, so it's a lot of, like, the the meat of my, the back of my shoulder. So I, like, kind of roll onto, like, one shoulder a little bit. And then, like, make it so that my hip isn't directly on it. And just arrange your joints in a way that, like, no, like, <laughs> hard bone is, like, on the ground. Yeah. Or the mattress, I should say. I'm foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just lay on a hard mattress. And... While it makes a air mattress super duper comfy, um, it also makes you able to sleep almost anywhere. So like on concrete That's, per se. I kind of saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have any like cushion, then you can just make sure that like your body meat is on the, is on the ground, <laughs> and then it's not uncomfy. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's probably. Do you think that's how ancient bipedal creatures slept? Like. Because pre-mattress, people had to find a way to be comfortable, right? Yeah, I'm not sure, but I could definitely sleep comfortably on, like, regular grass this way. I've slept on, like, a gym bleacher, bleacher, I believe, in this fashion. Interesting. It sounds very useful. Like, you've developed a good skill here. No, it's nice. Like, it's basically, I think other people just don't spend enough time trying to get comfy. They just assume, oh, there's no way I can sleep there. But I'm here to tell you, you can't. I can sleep anywhere. Can you sleep on planes? Yeah. I've found two or three positions that I can rotate between to get some decent shut-eye on a plane. Mm-hmm. But, um, what was I saying? So, that has then evolved to, now I have a um, memory foam mattress topper that I just roll out on the ground and sleep on. Okay, yeah. I had a half, like a half mattress that was Tempur-Pedic. For okay. a while. Yeah, which I honestly love way more than the air mattress because, one, it can't deflate, which eventually happened to my air mattress. It's Side inevitable. note, the room that I moved into that end of, ended up killing that mattress, I was moving in that day, and my roommate was, like, mentioning things about the room. The guy whose room I was taking as he was moving out was mm-hmm. t- talking to me about it. And one of the last things he said to me was, oh, by the way, there's, like, a lot of staples and thumbtacks on the ground, and I never really picked them up. And then he left. <laughs> what and i said dude that's kind of relevant to my situation in a big way (laughs) oh man i was gonna jokingly say like oh yeah and mind the eight nails that are sticking up from the ground over there no for real i said you realize that my bed is full of air right and (laughs) oh my goodness it's it so it worked for a while but then i noticed yeah no it started leaking faster because they're not entirely uh-huh. 100% airtight so you'd reinflate every few days then I was in re- reinflating yeah. it every day and then it really needed it every day and I was yeah. like okay something's up and there was a hole because I found a staple that I hadn't found before I laid my bed out so that <laughs> and was you annoying. couldn't reseal it I, I could but by then so <laughs> what happened was when I came back home for the wedding uh, Rachel's wedding I brought my air mattress because there were no beds in the house and mm-hmm. then I left it there so Oh, you forgot your air mattress? Bummer. Yeah, I forgot the air mattress. So then um, I was, <laughs> funny enough, after the wedding, I was at Grandma's because some of us had to drive back to uh-huh. pick up materials. Um, so I was at Grandma's, and it was a Sunday, and I had school on Monday. And 
it was like late in the afternoon, five o'clock maybe. So my options were drive to Akron, which is two and a quarter hours away, then drive three and a half hours to Cincinnati with my bed, or forsake the bed in Akron and drive straight to Cincinnati, which was only like two or three hours away, which is what Mm -hmm. I did, because I was also with Aaron and Ben at the time, and I knew Ben Uh had slept on the floor, or pseudo floor, with like a futon pad for a while, so I I was thought to myself, yeah, I could do that. And then <laughs> one of my roommates donated a mattress pad. <laughs> and you've been on the ground ever since. <laughs> yeah. But that's essentially what um what led to my melting into the mattress concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that one before, but I'm very intrigued. No, yeah. So wait, but anyways, I was in the middle of explaining why it's better than an air mattress. One, it can't deflate. Two, it folds up basically the same size as an air mattress queen size at Uh least when it folds up three there's no convection currents within your mattress so it's a lot warmer (laughs) you don't you don't need a blanket under you and on top of you (laughs) yeah yeah so definitely a big fan of the mattress pad now i just need to make sure i have a room with carpeting because i think it would be worse on hard floors (laughs) okay yeah during my air mattress phase was definitely when i also adopted the wrapping yourself in your blanket instead of just having your blanket on top of you yeah it's a necessity Yep, yep, for sure. Yeah. But but en- anyways, I was originally going to ask uh, about knee pillows. Do you, you don't use the knee pillow? First time I heard about that was from Mike. Okay. I feel like it's pretty common, because Sydney uses a knee pillow too. Mm. Like, just pillow between the knees. And I'd be interested to see how many people use the knee pillow. Because I feel like it's it's probably split, I think. I'm not going to say I haven't done it, but I've never slept that way just because, one, I don't think I could keep track of a pillow that well, and two, who's got that many pillows? I know, yeah. So, um, me and Sydney were just talking about this recently because um, when I'm not home, Sydney sleeps also with three pillows, I think, but then I think recently maybe she's been using like four because she had a pillow on each side so that she could have her knee pillow on one side. But then when she needs to roll over, there's already a pillow over there. So she doesn't have to, like, readjust her pillows. And also when she rolls over, then the new knee pillow has cooled off. And she said that a uh, cold pillow is always better, you know. So She needs a cold pillow between <clears throat> the knees? Wait, and she also it, she unfurls... Like... Huh? But she releases the pillow from between her knees in order to flip? Apparently. That's what I was saying is when I have used a knee pillow, I just keep it between my knees when I roll over, and then I go, this is stupid, and I get rid of the knee pillow and then just (laughs) readjust so that my knees aren't on top of each other. I want to know what maneuver she does to get her lead knee under the new pillow. Because that can't be natural. That would be interesting. Maybe I should have asked Sydney before I talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe, but I think it's fine. Um, but the point is, it, it got me wondering what uh, what the split is between people who do or don't use a knee pillow, because I feel like it's very common. And then also, what the average number of pillows somebody sleeps with is. Because me, when, mm. I, when it comes to sleeping, and it's just me in a bed, I am a minimalist. I want... So I only want one pillow under my head. That's all I need. All the other pillows are just in the way. And I don't like sheets. I like to have just a comforter. 
because you are a monster. Multiple blankets, you get lost, man. It's just too much going okay, on. Okay, but there's a reason because a lot of comforters, like the one you had for quite some time, are scratchy. <laughs> It's like you're Scratchy. wrapping yourself in burlap before you go to bed, Brian. <laughs> Wait, which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the one that I feel like I'm currently using. Bra- Here, is it let, brown let me pull blue? it up for reference. <laughs> okay. It's the same material as the brown and blue one. We're getting a visual aid. <laughs> is it red? No, yeah, that's not scratchy. That is fluffy and soft. You are off your rocker, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... Like, the comforter I have right now in this uh, hampt- in the Dampton is definitely Sopping scratchier wet. than that. I'm sleeping in a water bed and there's just leaks everywhere. <laughs> I just imagine like the bed looks fine, but then you crawl into bed and like the corner's already folded back for you to get in. And then you fold it on top of yourself and you just hear like, <laughs> like a slap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> gotta go shower again. <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, that's absurd. You need sheets. Um, also, what I've no, heard no sheets. I've heard this from multiple people. Um, the first one that comes to mind though is my ex girlfriend, where she would sleep on top of her sheet and her comforter, and under an extra blanket. What? So she didn't want to mess up her bed, so she would sleep under or over on top of both the yeah. sheet and the comforter, and then there was another blanket that she would actually sleep underneath. Interesting. Yeah. I've, I've taken naps that way before. No, yeah, I've 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 taken a nap that way before. But then when I would be over and I would go to sleep under the covers, it was always a debate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. I'm gonna have to make the bed. <laughs> So she, I want to sleep in the bed. So it's just she never unmakes it. No, like she would Mm -hmm. only make the bed when I would be there to sleep in it. Wow, that's That's changing the game. (laughs) But anyways, um, to get answers to these questions, we're gonna need emails from the masses, (laughs) voting. So it'll probably be a, I'm guessing maybe a two-thirds victory somewhere. Speaking of voting, so, do you remember... Oh, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I was just going to say, so if you had to guess, what do you think the average number of pillows someone sleeps with is? I'd say two. Two? I think you could do the over-under at one and a half and have pretty interesting results. Yeah, I would say over-under at one and a half. Because if it was two, I would say average would... Eh, I think the average would be over. I bet most people use two... And more people use more than two than less than two. Okay, I take I the, I'd take the under on that. Under on one and a half? On two. Under on two. So two doesn't mm. count. I'm taking the under. You're taking the over. I think way more people use one pillow than three. Okay, yeah. I don't know, because I'd use one pillow, and anyone I ever talk to about using one pillow is like, you only use one pillow, you're a madman. So I don't know, but we've yeah, we've cast our votes. We'll see. Uh, podcast we see. point is on the line. And then, Focus. what do you think for people that use knee pillows? Over under fifty percent. Under. Okay. Okay. Yep. I might. Ah, uh, oh, that's a tough one. I might agree with you there. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna get these right. answers like officially. <laughs> 
Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Um, but I have some more stories from my week. I don't know if you want to talk about some of yours first or if they are epics that need to be kept in continuity. I'll let you go. <laughs> okay, so, well, just in general, the vibe of my week was that I had a very good first half of the week where I did a lot of my hobbies and had a lot of fun. But then mm-hmm. it really, really got to me in the back half of the week because, um, so essentially early on in the week, it wasn't just fun and games. I was doing a lot of like applying to jobs and stuff, but I also hit up a climbing session midweek, which is not common, but I've mm-hmm. been trying to do more. Okay. Okay. And it was a very, very fun session. So I went climbing with a couple of people who I don't know that well, but I'm starting to get to know that whole group better. So it was nice to really have a good session with a couple of them, get to know them really well. Um, One of them was the younger sibling of one of your best friends in college. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. So that was really fun. She had a lot of, she was, first of all, she was amazing at climbing. Second of all, she had a, much better attitude about falling than I have in the past. So mm-hmm. as I've talked to you about, lead climbing is like scary to me mm-hmm. for sure in some ways, just because you fall further. But then she is just all about falling. Like she, it's her favorite part. She, and then when she gets <laughs> to the top of a climb, like there was one time, so you need like, once you get to the top, you say take, and then the person removes all the slack from the system and then you just sort of release and then you lower them down. Uh huh. She got to the top of a lead route, clipped it and was just like, woo, and jumped off. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She's she's a cool lady. Um, lady makes her sound old. She's like our age. But, um... Cool gal. Cool gal. Cool gal. Um, but, yeah, so we were... It, there were three of us. We were trading leads, and it was super-duper fun. Um, but then Thursday night... Or Thursday, I think I started this homework assignment. So I was basically able to keep up with everything else throughout the week, but then I just never got to do the thing that I usually do, which is chip away at the one big vibrations homework that i have every week oh yeah i know the method <laughs> so i did all my vibes homework in one day and i think Ugh. i started at like i i couldn't have started much later than like two o'clock and i wasn't done till like one. <laughs> oh boy it was a rough day to say the least but um <laughs> we're actually considering our study group wants to make shirts that say i did all my vibes homework in one day and all i got was this lousy t-shirt because this teacher literally always he always says don't wait to the last day like this homework is not designed to be done in one day yeah and then sometimes you just got to do it (laughs) dude that'd be such a great niche t-shirt to have for real do you think every college is that intense about vibes or do you think it's just that professor i have no idea I have not talked to anyone else. I have no other reference points. But I know everybody that's gone to Cincinnati has had that same teacher and has had that same experience. Yep. It's a... What's interesting about his class, though, is that there's no exams. There's just a quiz every week that is far, far easier than the homework. (laughs) Yeah. And that's all there is. There's homework and quizzes. And that's all there... It's... That's it. And it's astounding. But, But... the way it works is that if you do the homeworks, basically to get a completion grade on the homework, you have to learn it. Like there's no yeah. way to get through the homework and have not learned it. So thus, therefore, he feels no need for tests and then you just know what you're doing. Which I honestly think is a great way to run a class. So great. Yeah. And you say the quizzes are astronomically easier than the homework, which they are because you have to get it done in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand the homework, you won't understand how to do the quiz, yeah. and then it's not easy. 
So it like it all works out perfectly. It's kind of what learning should be, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like a lot less anxiety, but like definitely more work. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so that was my week, sort of leading into the weekend. Um, Friday didn't do too much. Kind of a quiet evening. Saturday, great weather outside. Thus, therefore, college kids were day drinking at far and wide. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I woke up the porches were open. Yeah. I woke up and got my long run in with the boys. I think we the averaged boys. around six forty five pace for twelve and a half miles. It was absurd. You, you did it again? Yeah, no, they always go super duper fast. And I even like broke off for a bit and like let them progress. So essentially I turned around early and then they went faster for another like half mile out and back. Mm-hmm. And then when they caught me again I tried to go with them and then bailed super quick. <laughs> Because they were flying. I think they were down around six flat, maybe sub six at the end. Holy bajoli. It's absurd. Um, but anyway, so great uh, run early in the day. Got some speedy freezes afterwards. Went to center court with the freshmen that were along. What is a speedy freeze? It's like, um, shoot, what's the name of it? At 7-Eleven, there's like big, a more proprietary... Gulp? Slurpee? Polar Ice? Slurpee? Maybe. Slurpee. Okay. It's a Slurpee okay. from Speedway. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, just that blast of sugar at the end of a long run is <laughs> honestly amazing. Because yeah. um, you're su- in such a deficit of just carbs. But anyways, <laughs> so we went, to, uh, we went to center court. And it was glorious just because post-run you're starving. But I went to get coffee for the first time in a long time. And mm. this coffee machine, this is one of my bullet points, is center court coffee machine. Oh, boy. It was insane, Brian. So I don't know if you recall the coffee machine of my generation and I assume your generation, but you could see water being injected into the mug and then some sort of syrup or dust being injected along with the water. Yeah, I'd seen it, but I'd never used it. Yeah, so there was, I think there was real coffee, but anything that wasn't just black coffee was like, it was flavor dust all the way. Um, So I roll up, there's a different looking machine, it doesn't look very advanced, but it looked different, so I assumed it was still a dust machine. Um, (laughs) Okay. You know, one of the old timey dust machines that just produces (laughs) dust. Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) so essentially... I go to the screen, because it has a touch screen, start poking it, trying to wake it up. Uh-huh. Not a touch screen. This is a COVID machine, my friend. No touching required. Wait. Do you blow on it? <laughs> no. That, that might so, be even worse. <laughs> so this machine taxed my communication in a way that a machine never has before. So <laughs> I get the cup, I set it down on the sensor, and then I start poking at the screen because I don't know what's going on. But then I actually read what's on the screen. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it says, no touch required. And I was just like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. <laughs> and a voice came from the me that said, no touch required, moron. Just said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing here? I'm trying to give you some coffee. Oh, yeah. But, um, but essentially, it said, scan this QR code with your phone. It had a, and then, like, send me your order. So I scanned it, and then it sends me to a website that has all the things that this coffee machine can make. And then I pick one. And then I, like, picked the size. I picked a, um, 
What did I pick? I think I picked a large cappuccino. Mm-hmm. And then it gave me another QR code on my phone. And it said, and then I looked at the machine again and it said, step three, hold up your QR code to the camera on the machine. What in the world? <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I'm just like a national treasure right now, and I'm just trying to get some cappuccino <laughs> in me, man. <laughs> like, there's clues and steps and codes. and but, um, <laughs> So then I hold up the screen to its camera, because <clears throat> this is a two-way street now, I suppose. And, and the bionic <laughs> arm reaches out, grabs my phone. <laughs> the bionic arm reaches out past me into the kitchen, grabs a pot of coffee. <laughs> And then pours it in. No. So then it starts making the coffee. There was real steamed milk going into my mug, real espresso going into my mug, and real milk foam on top of all of that at the end. What in the world? I they know. don't even use real milk in the milk machines. That's I what I'm think. saying. I said what's funny about this is that there's literally no milk in this establishment at all. There hasn't been milk there since 2008, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Did you ever have the milk that had, like, turned in the machines? Uh, no. <laughs> like, sometimes... There was one day where I was like, oh, I'm surprised they actually have chocolate milk. And it was a slow time to fill up the chocolate milk glass, but it filled uh-huh. all the same, and I was excited. Take one sip, and I'm just like, ooh, that, uh... That is some bubbly milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was, like, acidic. <laughs> Wait, so is this... This coffee machine you used, was it actually, like, no touch in the interest of COVID? Or is it just a highly advanced machine? I don't know that, but I can't imagine any reason why an, like a camera interface with a QR code, <laughs> two QR codes to get one coffee, <laughs> would That's be true. less expensive than just a touchscreen. <laughs> yeah, and I understand the interest of like stopping the spread. Like you don't want as few services as possible, but I feel like that might be a step too far. Dude, I don't know. It was better coffee, I'll give it that. Like, you could put a hand sanitizer right next to the coffee machine also, and I feel like achieve the same results. I suppose, but that was a bonkers experience in my book. <laughs> yeah, that's ins- Are you gonna are you gonna go back for more? Did it scare you off or did it intrigue you? Oh man. How many flavors how many options were there to choose from? There were lattes, there were Americanos, there was regular coffee, there was all sorts of stuff coming out of there. So there was hot chocolate. Like, like full Starbucks menu, this yeah. machine can make. No, it was a it was a advanced machine to say the least. It's basically an entire coffee shop in a machine. Yeah, I felt a little bit um, caught off guard when I had to look and realize that it actually did have a camera. Uh huh. Because I just felt like I don't know. I felt like the coffee machine had like snuck past my defenses. <laughs> snuck. <laughs> They were watching you the whole time. Well, it's you're reading the instructions, and I didn't know what the next step would be. And then it said, show QR code to camera on machine. And I said, what? And then I saw a little <laughs> camera, and I was like, they know. <laughs> okay, but I'm thinking now, imagine this. It basically is like a whole coffee shop in a machine, minus like the pastries and potential sandwiches and stuff. But picture a world where there's like Starbucks ATMs. Yeah. Well, there have been like, coffee vending machines for quite some time now. Have you seen those? Mm, I feel like I've seen not cool ones. No, yeah, just like, like dispenses a cup and then like fills the coffee cup. Yeah. 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 
I guess, yeah, that's really not that far-fetched. It's just the only first... This is the first time I've really thought of it in, like, a modern yeah. kind of way. Well, I just thought it was interesting that like, way, it like... it wouldn't be hard to... I thought it was interesting that we had a... We had sort of turned the corner on just becoming more desocialized as technology progressed, but now it's gotten to the point where I actually like, had to thoroughly communicate with this machine in order to receive my coffee. <laughs> yeah. But, huh. I don't know. Yeah, so that yeah, was my. It wouldn't, oh, sorry. Keep it wouldn't going. be like su- it wouldn't be like super far fetched. Like it wouldn't be difficult to make like a Keurig into like a machine that you can just like pop some quarters in, get a cup, and make a coffee. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder why those aren't more prevalent. I think a lot of people go to coffee shops for the ambiance, though. You know. You've expressed your annoyance at that being the reason to go to Starbucks in the past. Yeah, I know. I am willing to admit reality, though, whether I approve of it or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I took up a lot more time talking about center court coffee machines than I intended, and you have, like, actual stories, <laughs> so I think we need to launch into those. Okay, I'll start with my work stories. So, oh, we got story entire folder navigations within these stories. I know, I got stories on stories. Okay, um, so one, I think it was two days ago. This one's kind of short. So basically, we were we're done with everything in the cavity, the reactor mm-hmm. cavity. So we were pulling all of the tools out and stuff. So me and my crew, it's like pretty low-key, chill jump, just getting all this stuff out. We're not in a big rush or anything, but we're pulling this big light out. And we have it like on the side of the cavity, and we're like wrapping it up so that it uh, like contamination doesn't spread or anything. And while we're doing it, one of my boilermakers just goes, What's happening? And I'm like, what? And then I look over at the water, and it is bubbling like a hot tub. (laughs) And I'm just like, everybody stand back. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. (laughs) So then I run over to the phone, go to call the refuel floor manager, look over at the refuel manager. He's already on the phone, and I can tell by his expression that he doesn't (laughs) know what's going on either. (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? Um, Were you scared at all? A little bit, I'll be honest. (laughs) But then, basically, we eventually got it all sorted out. It turns out they were starting up some of the cooling systems that they had turned off during the outage. And so the pipes were, like, full of air. So when they started putting water back through them, it pushed all the air out into the cavity, and all these bubbles were coming up. But And apparently that's normal. Like, they do it all the time. But I had never seen it before. And nobody called us to tell us that was going to happen. So we were just like, it was crazy, man. (laughs) That's rough, dude. (laughs) Yeah. And then I went down and told the other supervisors and they're like, oh yeah, they'll do all that all the time. Sometimes they'll do it just like in the middle of inspections or when they're moving fuel, they'll be like, oh, we're going to burp this system. So like, like hold off on your work for a little bit. There's going to be a lot of bubbles, but like... (laughs) Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not when you see the nuclear reactor pool bubbling for yeah. and you don't know why. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know what we did, but like this light that we took out apparently is causing <laughs> something big. Oh my like, goodness. Whew. Yeah, that's so that was one story. The other story is more lighthearted. Um so So we're having I a meltdown. So core's melting down, fireballs streaking through the sky. No, um, 
I came down from one of my jumps just to like uh, to my little cubicle, mm-hmm. um, and you know I'm like taking off my hard hat, glasses, just like getting a sip of water, untaping like, everything. My break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting rid of all of this, ta- unwrapping my head from all the tape that I have. Um, but I sit down and I like go to check my emails and stuff, and I notice a calendar that somebody's put like on my desk, like a. Not like a calendar calendar, just like a piece of paper that someone had put like an Excel sheet on of a calendar. Anyways, it had everybody's um, travel out dates, um, because since we're getting close to the end. And it had basically everybody traveling out on the 5th, March 5th. And then it had me and our lead traveling out on like the 11th. And I was like... Okay, so they're just keeping us around to, like, pack boxes and stuff. But also, like, are we going to be done by the 5th? Are we going to have to do the last couple things with just me and him? So, uh, and I was confused because our staffing report still said that I was traveling out on, like, the 7th. So, I had questions. So, I take the calendar, and I go into the lead's office, and I'm like, hey, how official is this calendar? And he's like, oh, it's not super official. They're just trying to get, like, a vague idea of what they're going to do with everybody and I was like oh yeah because this would have like just you and me here for the end to like pack all the boxes and get them off the floor and stuff I'm like and he was like what did he say he was like yeah I mean but it's not that work we it's not that much work we should be fine and then literally no um like hesitation no silence at all he just goes yeah it's not that much work we should just be fine hits his phone and goes just the two of us (laughs) <laughs> and starts playing that song like literally seamlessly he played it on and he his just phone starts, yeah and then he just starts like grooving a little bit and i'm like oh wow you had that ready huh and he's like yeah i knew you would see the calendar and have questions so i've just had it up ready to go for you really? to come in here and start asking me about it i was like dude, <laughs> that's amazing dude am i your boss <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just did it so well and like the fact that he like put the calendar on my desk and was like oh he's gonna see this and come in and ask me about it and it's just gonna be us for a few days so i know that's gonna come up in the line of questioning there were like three steps that had to happen for him to pull that off i know and i can just picture he's the kind of guy that i can picture him like just at his desk doing something and like like just smiling just like <laughs> just doing work and then thinking about it and just like smiling and like looking like am i here yet and like no just work like oh man it just made me so happy <laughs> that's awesome so yeah i thought that was great and i have one more story um so this is actually from the last tuesday so literally a week ago from our podcast release because it was on my day off i went for a long run but instead of just going on my usual route in town, I actually drove to a trail to run on. Ooh. And the trail was in like some, I think it's in like a pine tree conservatory or something, like conservation land. And it just had a trail going the through there. amusement park around. <laughs> <laughs> conservation <laughs> land. Um, so a lot of the trail, a lot of the trail like wasn't really well kept, but then parts of the trail you could tell were like access roads for trucks. So it was like, it was grass, but you could tell there were, like, ruts where tires would go and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then part of it went through an area where there were, like, power lines going. 
Mm. Um, so you could like turn off the trail and just follow where the trucks drive for the power lines. Um, but that's not where the trail went. So I followed the signs that like guided the trail, which I'm still questioning because there was one part where I had to jump over a barbed wire fence, ah. which I saw at the very last second. I almost destroyed my shins on it because it was already was like this? beaten down. A, it oh. was beaten down a little bit. Yeah. So it was at like shin level. Nice. And I saw it at like the last second to jump over it. So I was like, why is there a barbed wire fence in the middle of this trail? <laughs> but I kept going. Um, and Ooh, then wait. the trail, yeah. I have a related story slightly. The route we were running today, it was um, it was Bob's, if you remember. Or no, we were running Eden, so it overlaps with Bob's at the beginning. Gotcha. Um, but if you will recall, the um, sign, bush, and fire hydrant combo at the other end of that bridge you crossed to get across the highway. Yeah. It's like a lot of obstacles really quick, and it's really tough to get through. So there was a funny moment where all of the people who weren't freshmen got onto the road for that little bit, and then all the freshmen stayed on the sidewalk because, like, you didn't, you don't go off the sidewalk for that long. So then mm-hmm. all the all the upperclassmen, well, anyone that wasn't a freshman, was off the road or was off on the road, and then you just immediately hear all the freshmen go, "Oh, what? Ah, shoot!" Like. <laughs> 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 I was just like, yep, that fire hydrant's thirsty for kneecaps. Because <laughs> the way you dodge the bush and the sign just puts you right on a collision course with that with that fire hydrant. But, uh, yep. yeah. anyways, continue. Lemmings. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably giving too much detail about this trail because all it leads to is basically I tried to run the trail. It wasn't long enough and it was very, like, flooded. So I ended up going off the trail and going on all these random offshoots that were, like, truck access roads. Mm -hmm. And I was running through the woods and I was going out at one point and I passed, um, like a shack in the woods. And it looked like if you, it looked like something that would have been like a ranger station for a national park mm-hmm. but like hundreds of years old so that all the wood had like dried out and you could like see between like the wall boards and stuff and there was and it had like empty tin roof and stuff. moving on its own inside yeah so anyways i've run past this and i'm like i kind of want to go look in there and i was like no i probably shouldn't so i ran past it but then you i saw it again started... a quarter mile later <laughs> yeah no i started thinking i was like well, why, why wouldn't I go in there? And it's like, I was thinking like curiosity killed the cat. Like you don't know what's in there, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, it could like, there could be a dead body in there. Or like, what if there's like a home, a crazy homeless person or something mm-hmm. and like they go to shoot me and I don't know. Or I was like, what if there's like a secret drug deal going down? And obviously I'm running through the woods on a long day. So it's like, you can kind of go with me. Like what kinds of things like your mind just starts to imagine for real because then yeah like can you come up with anything if you're just running and you see a shack you're like well what could be in there i do think about that a lot of the times i'll also like start to like think that i don't know i'll come up with like conspiracy theories like oh i feel like i saw that guy like he's falling exactly yeah yeah so then, yeah, my mind just keeps running, and I'm like, okay, so there could be bad things, but, like, also, what if there's, like, treasure? <laughs> or, like, what if there's, like, what if there was a drug deal, but it was, like, a drug deal gone bad, and there's two dead bodies, but then a duffel bag full of money? Or, like, what I if there's, like, this... a bunch of candy? 
Yeah. <laughs> or candy. Or I'm like, what if there's like, and then I'm like, what if there's like a gold bar or something in there? Because like then really I'm starting cool to rock. Th- <laughs> I'm starting to think along the lines of like video games or like D and D, where I'm like, this is obviously a plot hook. There's something in there. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. And now I want to know. <laughs> But then I was like, okay, what if it well, like, was a drug deal gone bad and there's two dead bodies and a duffel bag of money and I go to take the duffel bag of money, but then when I'm running out, like a truck comes by and it's the other gangsters coming to pick up the money and then they're like, hey, you have our money and then they like kidnap me and then I'm like, no, you can have the money. I won't tell anybody, I swear. And they're like, well, now you're a loose end. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go in this shack. <laughs> or what if you get away, but then you use that money to jumpstart your career as a magician, but then later down the road, your roots are questioned and how you got your start comes into question. And then you have to make up a lie, but then some wisecracking cop at the office knows what's up. And he was actually one of the people in the gangs who was undercover waiting for the drug deal to happen. But then he also was your professor at magic school. (laughs) Exactly. I'm glad you understand. But then I was like, well, I could avoid all of that if I just find a duffel bag of money and just take like a few stacks. And then when the gangsters drive by me, they won't see any of it. And then when there's some of the money missing, maybe they'll just be like... Oh, well, some of the money's just missing. Mm-hmm. But then they saw me, so maybe they know that I probably took it. So then when they're driving back out, they're like, did you steal money? And I'd be like, what? I don't know. So anyways, as I was thinking <laughs> all of these scenarios, I had told myself, okay, I'm going to look in the shack on the way back. I'm doing it. Um, but then when I was thinking of all those scenarios, I totally blew past the shack and didn't notice <laughs> it on the way back. Really? Yeah. So then... I realized I had done that once I got back to, like, the main trail, and I was like, dang it. And I stopped for a minute, I was like, yeah, I'm going back. (laughs) So I turned around again and went back to the shack. So you can probably already guess, once I went up, what was in the shack? Stuff a bag full of money. (laughs) Nothing. There was nothing in the shack. I walked up, though, I was very trepidatious. So, like, I looked, and I could, like, see in between the slats, so I could see, I was like, okay, there's no humans there's no bodies in there and then i like walked up and like stood to the side and pushed open the door and then like peeked in because i played enough D D to know how you should cautiously enter a building mm-hmm. but then yeah i just went in and there was like nothing in there it was kind of musty um there was one section of like rug like if you like cut up a carpet you know there was like one section of that kind of like folded up on the ground and i was like huh so i like kicked over the rug until like unfolded a little bit and then a mouse scurried out and i like jumped up i was like ah and then the mouse just like scurried off and went under the house and i was like yeah that's probably about as much excitement as i should have hoped for in here (laughs) fair enough and then i left and i finished my run and also when i came out of the shack Mm -hmm. i did feel very itchy all over so probably got cursed (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of fun. Goodness, that's... Yeah, that's an eventful run. Yeah. I tried to pet a horse on my run, but it didn't like me. Um, was it a wild horse? No, it was... So, this horse... Oh boy, Brian, this horse. So, we (laughs) (laughs) We run this trail every Saturday, and the first time we ran it, we saw the horse, and I said, guys, let's go pet that horse, because it's just a fence that <laughs> abridges the trail, uh-huh. or there's a horse in it, 
And we walk over, and the horse immediately trots up to us, because it's been around humans. And then I put, I take off my glove and put out my hand, and then it walks closer, and I pet it on the snout. And we all had a good time petting the horse. Aww. Yeah, it was perfect. And then, past like three weeks, this horse could not be bothered to give a darn toot about us. Or at least, <laughs> he'll walk up. He walks up every time, consistently. And then I mm-hmm. put out my hand, and he sniffs it, and now he walks away. What the hell, man? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What color is the horse? Brown. No, I was picturing a black horse. No. Just a nice chestnut. Yeah. Um, Does it have a black mane or a brown mane? Brown, I believe. Um, Yeah, no. If it was a black horse, then I would have thought it was a much less likelihood that it would let us pet it. Why? Because it would be against the odds. Oh, a dark horse? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well played my friend hey. well played. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all we have this week <laughs> yeah, it's not getting better than that um well if you're done with your story i have a sort of a story for my weekend okay i also have a food for thought topic Ooh. not um, really something we need to talk about but <laughs> just food for thought food for thought squash <laughs> <laughs> but um anyways Honest? so um saturday i mentioned everybody was day drinking right uh huh. So I'm sitting there mixing my dough to be baked on Saturday mm-hmm. or Sunday. Ugh, Sunday, I mean. Um, <laughs> but, I'm just talking through burps now. <laughs> yep. So, anyways, I'm mixing my dough, preparing to start drinking around five, I think, you know, because I'm a respectable young man. Wait till five. Yeah. <laughs> no, so then I was, I had fought off the post long run blues successfully, but. Just getting getting geared up for an evening. Eventually, I walk over to um, to Jack's house, or no, his sister's house. Yeah, we were all hanging out, just playing games, drinking, having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. But I got to the point in the evening where everyone's like, "Hey, let's go to bars," and I was like, "Yeah, let's go to bars. This is exciting. I haven't been to a bar in forever, and I'm still in my COVID immunity phase, so." I don't personally have many inhibitions no, or guilt. Okay. Yeah. What? Nothing. Is there a COVID immunity phase? Yeah, I got it. So like, I can't really get it for like ninety-ish days. Oh, okay. I'm still I sub sixty. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, so that's where I'm at these days. But uh, we go to Mio's. You know the bar. Oh, classic. Yeah. Um. So this is sort of where things started to go downhill for me. Um, oh boy so it's not that i was like completely um debilitated by alcohol at that phase far from it but um so we go there to get food and i got a veggie what are they called calzone have you ever gotten the veggie calzone there no i don't usually i don't usually go for calzones really yeah sydney loves them interesting well anyways it was very very good but also, while we were there, it was like, hey guys, let's keep the energy going. Let's all get tequila shots. Oh, baby. Yeah, so we all did a tequila shot, which is fun, you know. We were also playing cards at the table. We were playing Egyptian Rat Screw, if you haven't played that Oh, in a while. yes. Yeah. That makes it so much more fun. But I was playing 1v1 against Jack for most of the evening, and he is <laughs> a freaking card shark at ERS. It oh, was absurd. Man. Yeah, but anyways. Um, so... We're playing cards. Get the tequila shot. Look at my check. 
$4.50 for that tequila shot, my friend. Stupid. That's what I'm saying. They charge it as a single well. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I would have had some soda with this and taken my grand old time if I had known that. Yeah. But um, but so that that just oh, that irks me every time that I buy a drink at a bar. Yeah. But um, so then after that, it's like 9:30 when everyone starts going to regular bars, mm-hmm. and we go out of Mio's. Oh, there's a line literally everywhere because everyone's drinking today. <laughs> so then I was upset to say the least. Because yeah. lines are dumb, and I'm not even that big of a fan of bars to begin with. But um, eventually we find a bar that doesn't have a line, because it's packed to the gills inside. They're not keeping a line. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, is this legal? So then we like worm our way into the bar walking sideways. It's a mm-hmm. dime bar, if you remember that. Dime? Yeah, dime. I don't think I've ever been there. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's like sandwiched like between Bogarts and like Cincy Steak and Lemonade. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know there was a bar there, did you? <laughs> but no. <laughs> so, um, so we like worm our way in there. Literally, we got to the point where we had all wormed our way into the bar and like stopped worming. Uh-huh. And I, I was behind Jack, and I immediately go, "I can't do it, man!" And I just start worming the other way immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get out and I start kind of walking away. And then he's just like, hey, Jay, what are you going to do? Like, because he came out out of the bar after me. And then I was just, I was, I was, pretty intoxicated at this point. And uh-huh. I said, well, I did tell some friends I was going to go to Ohio Street. So I'm going to go there. And then I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I like how just running around Cincinnati is like a thing. <laughs> no, if I'm if I'm past a certain amount of intoxicated, if I'm going somewhere, I'm running. Yeah. I just, and also like no the ease with the ease with which we can run. Yeah. It's no, just it like was... I like that that's just a thing. <laughs> Phenomenal. And then you get there faster. So I was yeah. kind of exasperated. It was, I felt really bad leaving the group because like I like those folks a lot. But mm. um but also I'm really good friends with the people whose house I was going to, so I was excited to go there too. But I walk in and I'm like, I'm just ranting about bars and expensive drinks and like crowds and stuff. And then without yeah. saying a word, my freshman roommate, Alex, just hands me a beer. <laughs> and I'm nice. like, oh boy, he understands my people. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but also the phrase was said, somebody get this man a puppers. <laughs> get this man up in puppers. But yeah, so that was, that was my Saturday. It ended well. And then... We were uh, talking D&D because the DM of the campaign I'm about to join was there as well. And it was, <gasps> it was a good time. Yeah, I'm joining a new a campaign. DM? Yeah, you ruined our game by getting a freaking girlfriend. I ruined it? Yeah. Dude, also, I have a job where my only day off is Tuesday and nobody else wants to play on Tuesday. <laughs> what day is it? Tuesday. Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Also, one of our players being in Japan doesn't help. Yeah, that doesn't do at grant i wonder if grant listens to the podcast he'd probably like this probably um he consumes a lot of content i gotta i gotta shoot him a link um side note from saturday i picked up a mask off the ground and i washed it okay that's a good first step yeah but it was a nice it was an amazon mask amazon so obviously like an amazon delivery person's mask 
Oh, okay. But it wasn't foul on the ground. Like, you could tell that somebody just dropped it. Uh-huh. So then I said to myself, I only have two reusable masks, and that would be really nice to have. I'm going to wash it. I'm just going to pick it up, and I'm going to wash it. You know what? Enough people have probably walked past this mask. It's just going to go unused. So I yeah. did it, and I'm not looking back. <laughs> it's definitely going to be mean... my alternate, but... <laughs> <laughs> My threshold for gross things, Jay, you know, is dangerously low. <laughs> you mean high? Either one. Whichever one is... Everyone Grosser. knows where I stand, yeah. <laughs> that might be crossing the line. It's just another garment, Brian. I know, but it's literally right in front of your mouth. <laughs> Would you wear a sock that you found on the ground? Maybe. What if it's a nice <laughs> sock? Like, if you found... I, okay, I found a pair of Nike Elites in a locker room at Cincinnati, and I took them. (laughs) Okay, there we go. (laughs) But those are my feet, not my mouth. Okay, I washed it on hot. But also, yeah, that's the thing, is I'm torn, because I'm like, that's really gross, and I'm like, but you washed it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, once you wash it, it's clean. And And unless this man dropped his mask because he keeled over from COVID, I think it's fine. Even still, you washed it. I washed it. He washed it. All <laughs> right, folks. That's all we got for this week. Yeah, I'm honestly think I think we're good to go to emails if you're all right to do that. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I really wanted to just have a nice segue into the closer and then bring it on out just like a good old, uh, just like the night show with yeah, Antonio. Wh- what was that topic you wanted to bring up after our weeks, if we had time? Voting? Oh, we were going to do that this week. (laughs) No, it's fine. We're already good. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so we have an actual topic, a main topic we want to do tonight, but then we decided we had too much from the week, so we'll do that, and then voting, probably. Yeah, so voting in two weeks. Yes. Two weeks out. Before that, we have three emails this week. Do you want to read the first one? And I'll read the last two. Oh, jeez. You read the first one. Going in, I guess, regular chronological order, because you're a madman. (laughs) Okay, Um, you read the first one, because I need to pull it up. No, you read the first one. Okay, well, you're going to have to fill and get some filler while I pull up the email. Well, the the second two are from my friend. Okay, so I'm reading the he wrote them I'm reading after the, the run today. Okay, so I'm reading the oldest one? Yeah. Wait, these were literally from right before we started recording. <laughs> yep, I told him we would record at 8. <laughs> Very timely. Okay, so I'm reading the first one. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Good morning. It's morning when I write this to my favorite Wilsons. It's a good thing we're still her favorite Wilsons. Nice. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a hot game. There's a lot of Wilsons out there. Yeah. First of all, Jay, you finally came through and sent me the running spreadsheet, and I am so thankful. Started my Jay Wilson School of Running program this morning and did my first mile in 1555, which I know is slow, but got to start somewhere. Dude, you have your own school of running. Before it was yeah. just the Brian school of running and the Sean Kane school of running. Well, I think I modified the spreadsheet enough to qualify for my own school. Yeah. So now, well, everyone in Cincinnati knows you as Fast Wilson, though, right? Yeah. So nobody's going to want to go to the Slow Wilson school of running. No, no yeah. Well, you're really, you're really duffed it on that last season, Brian. Not going to lie. 
I okay, was just I, trouncing I lose you. To you. Lose to you by, what, less than half a second in the 800, and now I'm slow, Wilson? Well, but I do recall that you After, didn't beat me a single time that season. I was coming off a broken ankle. <laughs> yeah, but whose fault was that? Probably mine, because I told you to climb. But anyways, <laughs> moving on. We'll table it. <laughs> we'll table it. Yeah. I also was able to push myself and run for eight minutes straight on the treadmill. Hashtag mom life. Which hey. I don't know the last time I was able to do that. Well, that's awesome. Milestones. Yeah. No, yeah. When you're Taylor, running, you're only competing with yourself. Yeah. A big note is that when people are starting from having never run before, a lot of people start out with the primary goal of just increasing time of running in a row. Like, not even worried about distance mm. or anything at all. Just the time. So, that's a very good goal to shoot for. Mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all influencing me to get back into running shape and better than before and I hope you are prepared for me to use y'all as my running gurus by texting y'all when needed jeez lots of parentheticals in this paragraph yeah she used one two three four sets of parentheses in that paragraph call it a parenthetograph <laughs> yeah we will <laughs> but yes you can text us about running anytime you want we love it. Now, on to episode content. I loved hearing about your Sydney surprise. I was super excited for you when she told me her plan. Yeah, everyone was in on this plan, except for me. Yeah. What the heck, guys? Taylor was instrumental in the Jay. plan. <laughs> yeah. Jay, way to keep the secret and do your part well. I would have totally messed it up. Hope you really enjoyed your time together. We did. I appreciate all the running talk. It didn't discourage me at all, especially since I used to run a good bit. Never at either of your caliber, but enough to keep up with our running group and to compete in races. I never really focused on building miles, but doing time instead, so I think trying to... Wait, what? I never really focused on building miles, but doing time instead, so I think trying to build miles now, and then speed will come with that. I do very much miss races, hoping they can make a comeback this year, because it really gives me something to work towards. I will agree that running always makes me feel more clear-headed, and it feels like the only me time I get during the day, especially now that I am living that toddler life. I feel like I'm living that toddler life sometimes. Not like having a toddler, but like being a toddler. Yep, I'm still in that phase of toddler life. Nice. Alrighty. Random note, finally got to watch the Christmas with the Striplings vlog on Brian's channel last night and makes me miss y'all even more. Wait, I don't think I ever saw that. Yeah, I posted it um, as one of those where it's like I have to send the link for you to see it. And you just didn't it's think like, that I, I needed that content. Well, I don't know. Do you want it? I make a podcast with you, dude. <laughs> okay, fine. It's just like, it's it's like, I think it's 20-something minutes. It's like almost half an hour, and a lot of it is just Sydney taking me on a tour of where she grew up, which I love, and I knew her family would love to see. But I guess you would like to see a tour of where she grew up too, huh? Or like all <laughs> of the family, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I don't know. I just hate... <laughs> I don't know why fact, I thought that the people who I grew up with and were raised by would have any investment in my life. <laughs> despite the fact that I have a YouTube channel, a newsletter, and a podcast, I hate feeling like I'm forcing <laughs> content on people. I just don't want to feel like I'm being too out there, you know? Like, who really cares about me? <laughs> I like to put content out, but I don't like to advertise it, you know? Mm-hmm. I want people to just come to it of their own volition or have it come up organically and be like, oh, yeah, I mean, I have a podcast. Really? Because I hate it when the fact that I have a podcast comes up organically. <laughs> I don't know. 
Maybe I need to rethink my social media approach. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, in my opinion, y'all are really, really hitting your stride with your content. Hey, who would have thought? Hitting your stride with your content, episode structure and banter. Each episode gets better and better. Looking forward to next week's episode. Sincerely, finally, the owner of Jay's running spreadsheet. Yes. Well, to be to be very specific, she's the owner of Taylor's running spreadsheet. Oh, okay. I actually made her the owner in Google Docs. It was a big step. That's oh, what, wow. So you're, are you an editor now? No, yeah. I always transfer ownership immediately because I want people to make it their own, you know? Like, Interesting. This is, this is their... This is their spreadsheet. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. That's cool. I have the master copy tucked away so that I can... Mm-hmm. I, I actually made a generic copy this time so that I can immediately distribute it if somebody else asks and not take this oh, long. Oh, nice. Yeah, but. <laughs> I still have the master override button in case they get too carried away. <laughs> in case they start doing, like, cycling or something. <laughs> yeah, maniacs. Yeah. All right, well, I'll go ahead and read the next one. Sent in at 7.55 p.m. as we were recording it a quarter to ten. Dear Wilson boys and Scotty. I, I really like the checks <laughs> leaning into the Scotty thing. I know. Um, I forgot about Scotty. Scotty, you still over there? Dude, he's asleep. <laughs> okay. Dear Wilson boys and Scotty. I don't know Sydney, and I barely know Brian with a, <laughs> with a Y. Sorry about last time. <laughs> but, <laughs> and he says... But God damn it, I'm a diehard member of Team Sydney after hearing that story from last week. The entire podcast community was drowning in happiness. I literally could not stop smiling during that segment, and I have no emotional stake in the situation. Go Brittany. Wow. (laughs) Go what? Brittany. That's the way you guys should combine your names. I don't think I've ever come to that conclusion. Brittany. I like like Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm yeah. sticking with that. <laughs> okay, you'll have to pitch it to... Have to pitch but it yeah, to wow. Sydney's kind act has spread happiness farther than we ever could have imagined. Yeah, and it's all thanks to the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, pat on the backs for us real quick. Anyways, um, even as someone who is extremely invested in my running fitness, running fitness and goals, I still think the best thing about running is the community and culture. I would absolutely trade away the shape I'm in and the PRs I've run for the friends that have been my running buddies along the way that's beautiful that, i know that's so well said yeah when you have people to train with that you enjoy or care about it can make you completely forget how unpleasant the thing you're doing should be there should be nothing pleasant about waking up on a saturday with a nasty hangover after a measly five hours of sleep to run 12 plus miles but week after week it's a blast because of the people i'm with jay don't let that go to your head or i will never compliment your mental dexterity again <laughs> <laughs> he said the word mental dexterity oh, today and it made me laugh a lot but yeah for honestly the past four weeks that has been the routine is like go to bed late friday night wake up early saturday morning and run 12 plus miles very fast with jack because he runs fast (laughs) i love it also makes me feel really good about having nobody to run with yeah no yeah you're kind of (laughs) but anyways brian i too would like to run 100 miles one day so if you ever want to screw around and run for like 18 hours straight let me know (laughs) awesome (laughs) Jay, I really appreciate that you're feeling like it's okay to skip running to go climbing or make bread because both those things also make you happy. I think people often get stuck in their routines and they can be hard to break. I'm certainly a culprit as well. Not that I plan to be less so serious about running anytime soon, but I think it's important to make the realization that all of us often make the subconscious decision to continue doing things just because we've always done them. Logically, it makes no sense that we would do this, but I feel like most people do it anyway. 
I think just I think maybe it's just that we get such a large sense of comfort out of familiarity. In general, I just really appreciate the way Jay is currently living life, just doing whatever will make him happiest on that day. I'm really looking forward to an opportunity to try some of that sourdough. Yeah, dude, I meant to talk about this during the podcast, but I've already run out of people to have eat this sourdough. I got two full loaves right now that are just sitting. And <laughs> I'm I baked stacking up in the corner. Yeah, I think I might crack into one of them tonight because I want one of them to be at least close to peak freshness when I eat it because they do go uh-huh. stale pretty fast. I, I need a bread box, I feel like. When you say um, crack into it, I picture you, like, just taking a fist and just, like, bopping on the top of the loaf and it just, like, cracking open and, like, steam coming yeah. out and, like, the fresh well, bread on the inside. If I could quote the um, the feature film Ratatouille for just a moment, you can tell the quality of the bread by La Cranche. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It is good. It's a good one. It's a good okay. Disney movie. Definitely Better than watching. Trolls? I haven't seen Trolls yet. Anyways, please don't listen to <laughs> whoever told you. That's a problem. <laughs> please don't listen to whoever told you 25 to 30 minutes was the sweet spot. I'd like to count. Well, actually, it's the bread and butter bread. zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it goes under a few other names, that zone, but you can rewind if you want. Yeah. We are now currently in the post-entree, still a little hungry. Maybe should we get another appetizer zone? No, we're in the back at home, almost asleep, and don't have the energy to take your pants off the zone yeah we're in the drink a smoothie late in the day and i feel like i'm really slowing down zone yeah anyways the world record for longest podcast episode is only 36 hours just saying oh, oh wait i skipped no. a sentence i'd like to i'd like to counter and say you've barely scratched the surface of your runtime potential then he says the world record for the <laughs> longest podcast episode is 36 hours just saying Oh, yes. That, that makes like me, a challenge. <laughs> that makes me think of the episode of iCarly where they tried to break the world record for the longest web show. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyways. Maybe someday. Yeah. Anyway, you guys are killing it, and I'm looking forward to this week's episode and a riveting conversation about voting. Once again, go Britney. Sincerely, Jackson of Joyce. Go Britney. I love the Jackson of Joyce, too. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really do like that. I feel like it might paint a picture... Or at least if we keep talking about this in this manner, we're like, I sort of picture like a Scottish warrior when I hear yeah. Jack, son of Joyce. For sure. And I don't know if you've met Jack, but he looks precisely like a Scottish warrior. Oh, Just really? Like Perfect. Very, very large man, lots of chest hair, rippling pecs and biceps. Yes. He's a, he's a mountain of a man. Anyways. But um, it makes me kind of sad that I'm Brian, son of Brian. Yeah, doesn't that suck? I'm Jay, son of Brian. But- son of Jay. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> but also it's like i don't know i feel like in fantasy stories the like family lines always have the similar names like aragorn son of arathorn or something Gimli, son of gloin yeah everyone has like similar names yeah. i think we should bring that back anyways we have another email from jack <laughs> sent two minutes later yes all right oh this one's uh this one's ah <laughs> oh, this jerk <laughs> forward what would happen if a water droplet the size of the moon hit the earth the it's a forward of uh <laughs> of a certain spam email i guess he got and the comment he said is how serious were you dot 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 question mark all right what would happen if a water droplet the size of the moon hit earth <laughs> wait this isn't spam is it it's just a, like a quora. it's like a it's a core it says jack's digest top stories for him how yeah, long so is this email? How long is it? Oh, yeah, it's a ton of articles. 
Oh, right. No, I think it's comments. So the original question was, what would happen if a water droplet the size of the moon hit the Earth? There are several droplets of water in the solar system the size of the moon. Give or... Give or take. Wait. Really? How? I don't know, dog. Several droplets of water in the solar system the size of the moon. Can Give water exist just in space? Does it not, like, evaporate as soon as the sun hits it? Well, it's it? still water. It might just be frozen in, like, asteroids or whatever. So well, they got, got me. I'm, cli- I'm clicking read more. Yeah. You've got Pluto, a bit smaller than the moon. In, in Calidus and a number of other moons of Saturn that are big balls of ice and water. Since oh, okay, anything, ice doesn't count. Ice isn't water, Brian? Anyways. No, it's ice. That's, it's, any, it has a different name for a reason. Since any impact with Earth is going to hit at a minimum of Earth's escape velocity, it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter what the droplet is made of, nerf foam, feathers, warm and fuzzy thoughts, it's going to hit like a moon-sized meteorite. The result <laughs> would kill all life on Earth and liquefy the crust with the energy released. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of the like hitting water at a, a high speed still feels like you're hitting concrete i guess so yeah but but like how wet would we be (laughs) super wet (laughs) like really wet oh geez all right well Well, thanks for sending us the spam (laughs) i was gonna say that went better than i imagined spam being sent to us ever going there's a lot of other articles on here too yeah we we were talking on the run today and uh jack did mention that every time i say send us your spam you say, why do you say that in a very disappointed and, like, concerned voice? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm dude, super annoyed. Like, like what's dude, the matter with you, dude? Why are you asking for spam? <laughs> <laughs> How many nuclear warheads would it take to destroy the Earth? One if you use it, I, right? I don't know. I might spend a lot of time in this spam email. <laughs> I think this is uh, what the internet is for a lot of people. 46,800 nuclear weapons to kill everybody. This assumes nuclear weapons are only used against humans, not to destroy infrastructure. Are we near the end of times? Asks one core user. (laughs) Are we near the end of times? I actually thought about that. Every day, I'm like, real life is starting to seem more and more like a post-apocalyptic setting of a movie. Uh, I'm glad you nailed it on the second try. (laughs) We all wear masks. There's a seemingly never-ending pandemic. There's riots. Well, I mean, think about it this way. You remember the Black Plague? Yeah. That killed a lot of... Like, well, I don't know if it killed more people, but it killed a much higher percentage of the population. Yeah. Like, more people died from the Black Plague than didn't, I feel like. I just feel like... I feel like... Our world now that we live in feels like a shell of what it was two years ago. Mm. So that gives me post-apocalyptic vibes. <laughs> you should check yeah. out Mio's. <laughs> <laughs> you should check out Dime Bar. <laughs> <laughs> they are doing mighty fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, regardless of whether it is or not, keep spinning around until a piece of water the size of the moon hits it. <laughs> yep, and we're all done. So. But if that doesn't happen, we'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah, so right along with that, once again, the email is weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. It's been proven, guys. You can send us your spam and we will read it. <laughs> what what is, is the most dangerous chemical that exists naturally? I watched a YouTube video on that. Anyways. Um, 
keep sending us your emails. We love to hear them. Um, next week or the week after, we might talk about voting. We'll see. But yeah, two weeks, two weeks out. Yeah. So until the next, until the end of next week, and unless otherwise stated, my name's Jay Wilson. He's Brian Wilson, and this has been the Weekly Wilson. I hate to talk about scat directly after the break for like the millionth time, but I always, Uh it's so hard to not end it on bow. You try, try to scat right now and not end on bow. Skibbity bop. You see, it's... Wow. Oh, right? I couldn't Dude. do it. Oh, I couldn't do it. There's it's like so holding a sneeze. <laughs> I know. <laughs>